Welcome back. This week, I covered quite a lot from Gwyneth Paltrow not getting attorney's fees to Alec Murdaugh lying about the death of his housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield. And a new court hearing has been set for later this month in the Idaho University murders. We have a lot to talk about, but we're going to try to make it quick. I'm legal analyst Emily D. Baker. This is The Quick Bits, where I break down just the main points of the pop culture and entertainment cases I'm currently covering on YouTube and The Emily Show podcast. Let's get into it. On Tuesday, I broke down what's going on both in Idaho and with Gwyneth Paltrow. As to Gwyneth Paltrow, a stipulation was entered that she is no longer seeking attorney's fees. However, we've also heard that the plaintiff is not going to be pursuing an appeal. So with regard to Gwyneth Paltrow's ski crash trial, that case is completely done. I know. It's just over. It is stopped. There was a jury verdict and it's done. Isn't it a nice change for once? I think so. I also covered what's going on in the Idaho University murders case. There is a new hearing on calendar for May 25th. That hearing is regarding the non-dissemination order. Remember, the Supreme Court of Idaho denied the writ regarding the non-dissemination order. But before that writ was even filed, the attorney for victim Kaylee Gonzalez's family had filed in the lower court asking for clarification or modification of that non-dissemination or gag order. Because a writ was then filed with the Supreme Court, the court said, wait a minute, let's let the Supreme Court finish this, and then we will hear the case. Because the Supreme Court denied the writ and yeeted it, the lower court set a date to hear arguments with regard to that order, asking that it be modified or thrown out or clarified. There are objections to the Gonzalez family's motion from both the prosecution and the defendant, Brian Koberger. So we will see what happens on May 25th, and I will be covering that hearing on YouTube when video is available. On the Emily Show podcast this week, I covered the cheer lawsuit. You might remember Netflix's cheer that covered the competitive cheerleading team from Navarro College in Corsicana, Texas. Well, there have been numerous scandals that had come out from that cheer program and members of the cheer team. And this is the latest in a line of really questionable behavior. This lawsuit alleges that the school and its head coach and others really effectively created an environment to cover up allegations of sexual harassment and assault and allowing for an environment of sexual harassment and assault to go on. The plaintiff in that case, Maddie Lane, alleges that the school and the coaches have really essentially allowed an environment to silence victims. And she went through what happened after the assault, who she told, what they said to her, and the lengths she went to make reports, and the fact that sometimes those reports weren't even taken. And then what happened after she spoke up. It's a very interesting lawsuit. The only defendant that has spoken out publicly has been Coach Monica, and I think that's because she's the one that's most in the spotlight. She has vigorously denied the allegations and said that she takes allegations of sexual harassment and assault very seriously, and that these allegations against her are false. But it really is a harrowing recitation of what life on a college campus is like from this plaintiff's perspective. 
We will see if this case settles or if it continues to wind its way through the courts. And y'all asked for more coverage of some larger cheerleading lawsuits that are going on with Varsity and others. And so I will be doing that in the coming weeks. Then we get to Alec Murdaugh. Not only does he have additional indictments and I can no longer make 99 uh, problems jokes, he now has over 101 pending charges because he has been charged with additional counts of tax fraud, essentially, not reporting income. Well, why didn't he report the income? Because it's alleged to be from illegal means. And we saw a lot, a lot of testimony regarding the income he was taking when he was working at PMPED that was that off-the-books income. Yes, he's already been charged with insurance crimes from 2011 to 2019, where it's alleged that he failed to report over $6.9 million in income, resulting in, well, unpaid state taxes on that amount. In these new allegations, it's for the years of 2020 and 2021, alleging over $2.13 million in not reported income, which would require him to pay a little over $132,000 in state income taxes. But that aside, there is also an insurance lawsuit going on over the death of Gloria Satterfield. You may remember that Gloria Satterfield was the housekeeper and like household manager, really, of the of the Murdaugh's life. She helped raise their children and was working at the Moselle property when she fell. And that fall resulted in her passing away sometime later at the hospital. You'll then remember this came up during the trial and some of the hearings that went on during the trial, but also didn't come into court with Gloria Satterfield's son, Tony Satterfield, who talked about the fact that Alec was like, hey, go work with this attorney and hey, we're going to take care of you. But Alec stole the settlement money from Gloria Satterfield's sons. We have covered that on the channel and I go into it in more depth. But the insurance company who had the umbrella policy is suing Alec Murdaugh essentially for insurance fraud. And in his response to that complaint, he admits that he lied about the circumstances under which Gloria Satterfield died with this stunning allegation in a legal filing. When you look up audacity, this answer in a picture of Alec Murdaugh should come up. Quote, defendant admits the allegations in paragraph 17 A and B. No dogs were involved in the fall of Gloria Satterfield on February 2nd, 2018. Because the story was that she tripped on the dogs going up the stairs, and that's what led to her falling and hitting her head. How did the Murdoch family dogs end up getting blamed for everything? And in this case, it was like, oh, we blame them, but it wasn't really them. Leave the dogs alone. Also, it goes on. After Miss Satterfield's death, defendant invented Miss Satterfield's purported statement that dogs caused her fall to force his insurers to make a settlement payment. And he stated that she was not on the property to perform work. This is going to be very interesting to see play out. I don't know if there's anything worse that can happen to Alec Murdaugh, but the insurance company is trying to recover payment that was made to the Satterfield boys. That is what this lawsuit is over. It, you're just going to have to go watch Thursday's video to see the rest of it. I have so many more thoughts, but you're going to have to go. This is the quick bits, Emily. Keep it quick. 
So more of that coverage in Thursday's video. And with that, I have done my best to keep it quick and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a Lawnard. For deep dives into the stories that I covered here, you can find them on my YouTube channel at The Emily D. Baker and The Emily Show Podcast. I stream every Tuesday and Thursday. The podcast goes live on Wednesdays. And if you want more Law Nerd community, come join us at lawnerdsunite.com. 